What's up, everybody? Welcome to the So On Time podcast. I'm your co-host, Deja. And I'm your other co-host, Dre. We are growing in our relationship with Christ, and we would love for you to be a part of our village and grow with us. This walk with Christ is not easy, so we're here to educate and encourage along the way. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we pray that this message is so on time. Yeah. All right, guys. Welcome back to our third episode of the So On Time podcast. So I feel like this would be a really good episode three to explain to people who we are. Um, we're also learning to become more comfortable, like on camera and on the mics and just kind of letting our conversations flow like we usually do. Um, not putting pressure on ourselves to come on and like perform per se when we're on here, but to literally just have genuine conversations the way that we do outside of the podcast, which is funny because when we talk y'all, like we be talking for hours about the deepest stuff and then we start recording or we'll text each other like okay what are we going to talk about for this episode and we don't have nothing I've done a lot of talking y'all I'm very hyped today I am very like very energetic and I have so much to talk about but how are you I'm good I'm good (laughs) um yeah kind of just what was said we do talk better in person than we actually do on the podcast uh and i just tapped dre underneath the table to tell him to look into the camera and not to look at the table this is like we're telling you guys the stuff that we're learning as we go right you know what i'm saying like um, we're growing with you guys so sorry to cut you off but i just had to no that's all good uh, what are we trying to get across like yes we want to get across that we love god and you know, try to help people with the understanding of that. But at the same time, it kind of goes into we have these three, four hour conversations and, you know, it gets to a point where it's like, yo, we, we, you are speaking, give me keys and like little seeds or that's the seeds. Uh, Hey. To think about that, I wouldn't have thought about like I ne- I wouldn't have thought of that situation or this situation like that if it wasn't for this conversation, Sorry. or even like motivation to like you know how to move ahead in, in certain areas. And it's really just talk, like basically, it's just really just have a conversation. Like you know, how was your day? This you know what you've been thinking about, kind of like that. Okay, so because a lot of times it just be like dang, we wish we would have recorded this or like we should have recorded or we should have recorded our conversation just now. Like just like the phone call, like could we were on the phone. So if you had to give a brief intro of who you are, where you are in life, um, what, how would you explain that season and explain you to someone? I kind of put you on a spot here. If you don't want to go first, I can go first. That's how good uh, you have been talking. A lot. Um, the hardest thing anybody can do, in my opinion, is talk about yourself. Uh, because, hi, I don't know how to talk about myself. So, um, what like season I'm in, I would say I'm trying to be focused. So, a lot of my life, I've been goal-oriented, and I did not achieve not one goal that I set for myself. So, I find myself, a lot of times you know, thinking negative about life in general. So now I feel like a little lost some days. But um, overall, I think that 
me focusing on trying to be goal oriented uh, sometimes gets a little problematic. And so right now I'm just really just focused on a year, uh, even though that's like a pretty long term, short term goal. Uh, instead of like thinking about like week or like month or like what habits I want to create, I'm just kind of just thinking about this year and kind of just being in now. I don't want to have no dramatic change in my life um, as far as anything serious, being tied down to anything serious or getting a new job or uh, moving, getting a car, like nothing that creates an obligation. So whatever I got going on, I kind of just wanted to have that going on until I um, get dedicated to something, like I feel dedicated towards something. Uh, so that's where I'm at in my life, and that's where like my mindset has been at. And what about you, Miss Monet? Oh, wow. We're giving governments today. Um, <laughs> I would say, also, wait, before I talk about me, I think you, what I heard you say basically is that some of those things that you mentioned, like getting a new job, getting a new car, moving, like some of those major life decisions can be really stressful, and you're at a place in your life where you're not trying to add stress to your life. Like, is that fair to say? Like, are you in a season where you're just seeking God and seeking his presence and his voice and trying to pursue him? Are you just at a point where I ain't doing that either? I'm just about to chill and just whatever happens, happens after this year. Like, so what's to, your mindset Yeah, that? to explain it in a better term as far as like adding stress, like the reason why I want to focus on this year, the reason why I don't want to add stress uh, is because I want to listen for God. Uh, my life has been, I've always believed in God. I would say I, I haven't kept him present. And what I mean by that is not like, you know, I didn't keep him present. And when I didn't keep him in my goals, I didn't pray about my goals. I didn't pray about my decisions. Like, should I do this? Should I do that? Should I go here? Because I'm not a good decision maker. You haven't been a good decision maker. I haven't been maker. a good, yeah, I'm going to say that doesn't. Careful yeah. with our words. I haven't been a good decision maker. So I would say that I tend to be a follower and not in the sense of like, I just, I'm just following anything. It just, I would make a decision. And if somebody else was like, I don't think that's good. You should do this. I would do that. Um, mm. And that's kind of what led me into like where I'm at right now. This is something we forgot to talk about on the last episode, but you did something major that we have not acknowledged on here. Y'all like, Cause I for, we've both forgot to even talk about it, but you did something last month. You made a you made a very good decision. Um, you probably have no clue what I'm even talking nope. about. It's got something to do with water, and it's got something to do with like your life. Drinking more water. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it's a little bit deeper. I mean, well, drinking water is good. Not to say that drinking water. I know. We, I feel kind of hunched over. For the people that's, like, watching our YouTube, like, we're trying to make sure we really lean into the mics without moving them so much. So if we look a little hunched, like, that's why. That's the explanation. But, no, water, something to do with your life, something to do with, like, a pastor. Oh, I got baptized. Yes, Dre got baptized, guys. It wasn't the first time I got baptized. According to my parents, it's the third. This will be the third. Um, but to me, I when I got baptized as a baby, I'm assuming, would be the first oh, time. Oh, okay. I'm like, what? Uh, 
to me, regardless, I don't need to explain what, like, when, what age I was when yeah. I got baptized. I would say a kid getting baptized is okay, but they do not know what they're doing. But life is meant to be lived. So if you give your life over to Christ and you haven't lived it, what are you actually giving over? Like, you just, you haven't made any life-changing decisions or altering decisions or even know what life-changing or altering decisions is at a very young age. If you haven't made life-altering decisions or life-changing decisions to be in the world, you cannot give up the world to Christ yet. You don't know what that is. You don't know what that means. Um, so that's what... The you don't know what you're getting saved from. Yeah. Like, you don't have that understanding. I don't mean to cut you off, but, like, Sorry. you don't have the understanding as a child of, like... And I don't know. I feel like some people do. You're de- I don't think you're able to truly count the cost at that age because, like you just said, you don't know what you're giving up. You don't know. You haven't tasted the world yet. So mm-hmm. you don't understand, like, the decision that you're truly making. I think that is really cool that you went ahead and... um rededicated yourself you know so um i'm assuming the last like the first time because you said three times and i was like wait what so the first time you were probably dedicated as a baby and then the second time you made the choice yourself as a child is that how that worked uh technically yeah but no Mm. like the way uh my stepmom explained it to me was that we was in youth ministry and our youth pastor, she was going over the idea of what being baptized is. And still at the same time, I'm kind of just thinking, oh, this is what you should, what you should do, not what it actually means. I'm just thinking this is how you should live. This is how you start life as an adult. You go to church, you get baptized, and then once you become older, you leave the house at 18. Like that, it played Aww, a part into that. that's so cute. So it, it, wasn't, it wasn't something as far as, like, I made the decision. I just thought everybody would do it. Like, I was thinking everybody in the church got baptized. Oh, okay. So you grew up in the church? Yes. Mm, you was a PK? No, preacher kid? No, my parents were preachers. Your parents weren't preachers. Okay. But you've been in church your entire life. Mm-hmm. So you, okay. thousand percent. Wow. And then you chose to do it again now at... As an adult. Yes, because I feel like this really matters. Like, I, I've lived, and so I've understood what, understand what, what it means to actually be dead. Like, okay, let me not say that. I know what it means to follow Christ now and, like, put him forward and follow mm-hmm. in his footsteps. You know how difficult that world is. Look, that world, <laughs> that world promises a lot, and that world will leave you... Yeah, it's like I tried, I tried to handle my emotions because it really was my emotions. It wasn't really like how I ended up, uh, but it just really, it's really just like how I feel. And getting into the Bible is just like you have multiple stories where people feel defeated. A lot of people feel lost. A lot of people feel betrayed. Um, a lot of people hate themselves. Uh so they do certain things, and then they find Christ. They, yes. So, really, I just feel like the Bible is the Bible is God's history with humans, but it's really just God's history with humans' feelings. Mm. Um, that's an interesting way to. So, look I at guess it. you could say it's God's history with the flesh, because that's really what you be battling with is your fleshly, your fleshy uh, temptations to do this, to feel this way, to act on this. Um, 
So I understand what that means, and I wanted to be more dedicated in that at this age. Okay. So um, you said you said a lot. Hmm? That's gonna be messed up. It's okay. You said a lot, but you mentioned the fact that a lot of people basically you go through depression, low seasons, you go through all of that stuff in the world, and I think that we as believers have to know and understand that count the cost. Okay. I I just got to, I got to throw this in here before we move on. The word tells you to count the cost. Like everything that you just said that you went through in the world, a lot of the stuff that he just mentioned, you are still going to experience this as a believer, as a Christian. And I think a lot of people have the idea that, okay, I'm going through this terrible time. Let me give my life to Christ. So then everything can be better. And that is so far from the truth. The difference is when you become a believer, you have a promise. You know what's going to happen to your soul when this life ends. You also have the promise of victory in every situation that you go through because you have someone who's overcome the world. Like you have a promise that you can stand on and you have joy, you have peace and hope that people in the world don't necessarily have because they're looking for it outside of Christ. So I just wanted to... I had to throw that out there because if you're listening to this and like you're going through one of the things that he's mentioned and some of the stuff he's mentioned, I've gone through, am going through, maybe about to go through in this next season of my life. And I don't know, but if you're listening to it and you're looking at Christianity as like this one, what is it? One stop shop to like solve all your problems. Like, I'm sorry to tell you, you're going to go through and you're going to be tried and you may even have more burdens placed on you than what he just mentioned, because now the Lord may want to actually use you um, as a demonstration to other people of how to go through these things and still show love to other people, how to go through some of these things and still be kind and sacrificial and just to not give up hope. So I just wanted to throw that out there. Um, So you grew up in a church you were baptized as a child. I think that's so cute. You just thought everybody in the church was baptized. Yeah, I didn't realize. I don't think I thought of that. Yeah, I didn't realize that until um, relationships and uh, getting into conversations with people. Uh, really, it was noticing what it actually means to uh, have communion. Um, oh, when we read Acts? No, was it, was, it, it wasn't, it wasn't now. Like, I know what communion is now, but oh. I didn't know what it was back then so that's why i always thought that way so you were a little kid um, that's like i just want some juice and crackers oh no 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 you no. just that's I, the only reason why you got saved don't lie to the people dre no let them know again you only i got thought saved for community. I th- <laughs> no i thought it was not communion i mean you, he just wanted to, food he was hungry not to disrespect the idea of communion because obviously it's the body of christ and the blood of christ my church all that was disgusting <laughs> i don't even know what type of little pamphlet piece of thing we was eating and what we were drinking was I not mean, grape not juice good. or wine that i don't know what it concoction that <laughs> they made at all like i, I dislike communion oh like as a child yeah as a child <laughs> i say hold on like now. i didn't like going Slow up down, there play. and give, getting the stuff that the church was giving us i was just like bro can like can we just like decide not to do it but like everybody got up well i'll so again, the youth, youth ministry, we'll, we all get in line and we'll walk up to the main part of the church. <laughs> I'm sorry. And I would, I would just be thinking like, Bruh. like I, like it was just like obviously I know it's the first Sunday of the month, so it's just like, 
maybe we just don't go to church on the first Sunday. Like, how do you, how do we get out of not eating this? And it's like, Drink. okay, maybe you could just throw it away or like uh. act like you ate it. But it was like, it, it, I didn't have, I don't, like, I don't have that confidence to just not Drink. do something. So it's just like, I don't want to be like the odd one. I no, I'm so serious. It was like, bro, this is disgusting. And like, you know, you, you, you'll pray over it and everything like that. And I was just like, you know what? It's good that it's disgusting because body and blood shouldn't taste good. Mm. So I was like, okay. That, wow, that, this you were makes thinking sense. this as a child? Yeah. No, I was really into the Bible and all that as a kid. Like, I was really in tune with God. Like, I would have conversations with him and hear him. This man said, so you was bringing little Lunchables. You had a little Capri Sun and like some crackers. That was your communion. Oh, yeah. When we got back, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. like I said, we would get into a line and then we would go. But, like, in the morning time, because we, we went to church, like, early in the morning. So, they would give us breakfast and stuff like that. First Sunday, I didn't eat. Dang, when we got like, back to the little room and our little tables, then I ate my little granola and drank my juice because I don't have to wash it all out. It was disgusting as a kid. How do you? So, But now, like, you understand it. And so, you don't, I don't necessarily even think about, care about yeah, the, about the taste. taste. Yeah, I don't think about it now. But wow. um, I knew what it was. I knew it was. there. The, well, they said it all the time when they pray. Uh, when our church that we said all the time when we pray we'll speak it um that this is and then he'll pray over it and then he'll say it again mm-hmm. um but yeah now i don't even think about it i just take it. but knowing that everybody doesn't do it the reason why everybody doesn't do it uh the people that are into the bible and know that not being saved and taking communion i believe uh is basically like sin being saved and not taking communion i don't know no, no, no. The... not being saved and taking communion. oh yeah no you don't do that yeah but when i started realizing that and having conversations with people i'm like everybody not taking this and uh when i asked that's when i realized it. that's hilarious um, i yeah i don't think so i didn't get okay so let me get my little intro oh, i forgot how i tied in uh that's when i realized everybody wasn't saved and that's when I realized it wasn't something that you needed to do to live. Like mm-hmm. it, it's a, it's it's a decision you make when you're ready. Um, and I guess that's a little low key kind of crazy to say, but we all have get, been given the freedom. But when you want to turn your life over to God, that's a part of your own freedom, and you making that it's true freedom. Yeah, you making that um, decision to follow. And your father's footsteps. And that's true freedom because now you're not a slave to sin or you're not a slave to your flesh anymore. So I think that's really good. That's another thing that I don't think people truly realize. Like when they give their lives to Christ, they have this idea like, well, when I become a believer or when I become a Christian, whatever, however you want to label it, I got to give up drinking. I got to give up smoking and partying and sex and like turning up with my friends and I can't have fun I just got to read and pray and meditate all day and like all these different things but I don't think enough people truly realize like the freedom that you have in Christ to no longer have to participate in the stuff that you once participated in like you get to a point where like your mind and like your heart and your body everything starts to transform and look like Christ so the stuff that you once desired you don't necessarily desire the same way anymore and I'm not going to lie to you and tell you that like you won't be tempted at all jesus was tempted you're gonna be you're definitely gonna be tested you're gonna be tempted all of these different things we know that the lord doesn't tempt we know that he will allow you to go through tests we see that in job um but yeah poor little poor baby poor baby but 
at the end of the day, like, I think that's good for people to know that, like, your true freedom really is in Christ. But I also wanted to just say that, like, these past few months have really been celebratory for both of us. So you got baptized my birthday, my spiritual birthday, like the day that I got baptized just past uh, last month. And then I finished reading the Bible. I'm so excited. Like, y'all, okay, so let me say this. It took me four years to do it, so I really feel like I just got a degree, right? I feel like I just graduated from college or something like that. But Bible University. From Bible, from Bible. BU, BU. BU. <laughs> I just graduated from BU, but I started in, like, November 2018. So when I started, though, I knew it was going to take me a long time. Like, I know some people, you may hear that and be like, dang, it took you four years. That's a long time. And that actually may be discouraging, but I hope for somebody else it's encouraging for you to know that, like, you don't have to rush through reading the Bible. You're not going to remember it all. If you ask me to recall, I have certain stories and scriptures and certain things that stand out, but some of the stuff that I read from the very beginning, like the new or the old Testament, I don't recall all of that stuff. So I'm excited to start over and reread it. To say something. Um, a lot of people believe that when you turn your life over to Christ, kind of like piggyback off of that, cause you just said it, but you have to turn, you have to like how we just said Bible university. It is not a class. It is not a course. Everybody is not called to preach the word. Everybody is not called to decipher the word, but you are called to spread the word. And it's just like having a conversation is just like, do you know Jesus? And if somebody says yes or no, it's just like you go from there. But no, you don't need to give them Bible. Just spread his word. Let Share them your know. Testimony. Yes. Like that's, that's all. You don't need to. Oh, I don't see you, man. I'm, I'll be trying to read. It just don't be stick. You don't need to do that. Like yeah. you love God, spread his, just spread him. Mm-hmm. That's it. Like, do you know Jesus Christ? Let me tell you about him. And in your words, personally, this is why I know Jesus Christ. And I feel like he can help you because he helped me. You don't even got to give him one scripture. If you know some scripture and it comes to you and he's speaking through you, then yeah, it does that. But you don't need to give somebody verse out the scripture, out the scripture, out the scripture. So just to kind of like shed a little bit of explanation to that is just like, how is God in your life? Mm-hmm. How was that, he showing that's, up in your That's life? really because, like, when we would say testimony, it's like, oh, I feel like I haven't been through anything. It's like that—that's not truly what test. You don't have to go through turmoil to have a testimony. No. It's just how is he in your life? Like, you have you make decisions. Like I said, you make. When I said I didn't bring him a part of my decisions, you can be slightly going through something that you think isn't big, isn't yep. life changing, but it's just. It might not feel that way, but it's still something. And when you get, when you bring him into your life and into what you're doing, you can see how he's moving. And when you start seeing things change or um, people shift or like your life just starts like getting better in this way or you've been feeling down and like you're not, you're positive or, or it, it could be like little slight things. That is your testimony. Amen. Everybody doesn't need to have this big grand. Oh, I was a drug dealer, or like you know, my parents left me. I had to do this, or mm-hmm. it's, it's trying just to like, outstruggle each other. Man, I was addicted to that. It's just like, yeah, you're trying to outstruggle you're trying to each outstruggle other. Each other. Yeah, Who that, had the hardest not, life? It's not all that. It's, it's not like, about bruh, that. I was I was silver spooned. Yeah. Uh, I thought like you know life was everything going for me. I went to I went to uh, a private 
uh, Ivy League school, yep. and I met I met my friend Josh, and Josh was telling me about the Bible. I started praying, and next thing I know, it's just like I have energy in the morning. In the morning, uh, I just feel like you know wanting to work out. My grades was doing better. Um, I'm starting to have a personal relationship with my teacher. Uh, when I talk to my advisor, it doesn't seem like he's talking down on me. Like a, that is your testimony. testimony. That right there. That's so That's good, simple. though. Y'all want to know something? I'm so glad you said that because that just made me think about um, the very first. The the enemy will try to punk you out of a testimony. He tried to punk me. Like, the very first testimony I ever gave um, was about music. And I remember when I got the revelation. Like, I remember praying, reading or whatever, fasting. And I to give better context to it, I got to a place in my life where I was focused on purity and not just purity in the sense of not having sex, waiting until marriage, but true purity, like being conscious of what you're listening to, what you're watching, controlling your thoughts and like truly giving it to God and trying to have pure thoughts. Like that was my mindset. It was, it was deeper than just the, the sexual part of it. But during that time that I was seeking purity or God was basically showing how I needed to realign my, my focus with purity. Um, that's when he showed me that the music I was listening to was terrible, y'all. Like, 6 a.m., 6 a.m. Now, mind you, we from, we're from Michigan, so we listen to – I'm not going to say we. I'm going to speak for myself. I just listen to a lot of Detroit rappers, okay? I'm not musically Just, just pray. Like, I, if you know me, if you know me, I will bust out into a song at any time. Like, we could be in the middle of a conversation. I have a song for ready, and sentence. I got full lyrics. Like, every sentence. we could do a karaoke at any point. And I got you. It could be rock. It could. I don't care. Beethoven. Like I got you. I got you. Lying. Gospel. Some Indian music. I don't care. I, five I know songs it. for one sentence. I know it. Yeah. Yeah. My fault. Not five yeah. songs. Five different genres. Genre. For one we sentence. can. So y'all, y'all, y'all understand the picture I'm trying to paint here. What I'm trying to say is, I will wake up for six a.m. lifts. We'll we'll talk about that at some point because we both were student athletes in college. Um. Yeah. <clears throat> excuse me. I'm at six, y'all. I'm up at six a.m. ready to ride out on somebody because of the music that I'm listening to. It's six a.m. Who you riding out on? I mean, that, that, was, that was life, though. It's life, but it shouldn't be. That's the thing. We've normalized. That's not normal. Say, like, that's not normal. It's not. But I'm just saying, like, that's kind of like how you grew up. Not to, not to, not to steer what you're saying, but like. What time would you get? All right, everybody. So if you are still listening to this episode, if you've made it to this part, we just want to say thank you. We apologize. We actually ran out of storage on this episode in the middle of us recording the video. So that's why wearing new outfits. Again, we apologize, but we are definitely going to pick up this conversation again on episode four. So I hope to see you guys there. I hope that you guys tune in and have a great day. Thank you. Bye. Bye.